I asked folks to ask me anything questions wise and I have some great questions. I think the best and most important question was the first question I got asked here by Sarah Dawson. And that was, would you rather fight one horse sized duck or 100 duck sized horses and why? <laughs> Thank you for your question, Sarah. Um, I mean, obviously the horse, horse, uh, the duck sized horses, because I mean, what, how big is a duck this big? Those, those horses aren't as good at moving, you know, they're not as agile. You have to like turn around in order to kick you. They might just bite you with their, their teeth. And I've been bit by a horse before. It's not that bad. So I think I would take the the duck-sized horses over a horse-sized duck. I mean, when I think of a horse-sized duck, I just think of a, an ostrich. But, like, I feel like a horse-sized duck might be even more problematic because it's got a bigger mouth, you know, than an ostrich. That, that would really hurt. I'd rather fight 100 horse or duck-sized horses because too their demeanor uh horses like sometimes they run sometimes they get mad they're not necessarily that smart whereas man ducks ducks get ferocious and they like they come at you like they're not a joke so i mean ducks are terrifying enough you've got some bread on you yeah i mean the dinosaurs were uh basically horse-sized ducks so glad we got that very important question out of the way um this one was a really good one from elijah uh, elijah says how do you consistently move forward during the loneliest or most difficult times of your business growth journey and what would you recommend to someone else for taking a different path but still working to grow something from a small beginning I think, uh, I think one thing is just mindset. So Gary V talks about this a lot. He says like, man, if you're 30 years old and you feel like you still don't have your life figured out, well, dude, you're still early in the process. Even when people are like 50 years old, he's like, you are still so young. We have so many resources and it doesn't take much. Usually there's a little bit of a dip when you first start, start out in business. And that's when you either decide that you're going to quit or you decide to stick it out and then your growth hockey sticks, it gets exponentially better. And so uh, just keep that in mind, keep the faith and also understand that whatever you're doing right now, if you have a sense of spirituality or a sense of God, you can imagine that the highest version of yourself, God, the masculine aspect of the universe is smiling, watching you, nodding, going this is exactly as it's supposed to happen. So kind of kind of holding that faith that this is all part of the process. Um, saying that you're lonely too in your business growth journey. Uh, I, I reached out to Elijah already, so I've already answered this question for him. But it doesn't matter what field you're in. If you're in insurance, if you're in uh, housing, or you're a realtor, you're a real estate investor, or you're starting a subway franchise, whatever business you're 
pursuing, even just getting around people like I, I recommended that he come to our real estate investors association meeting. It's the first Friday of every month. Usually it's at the uh, American Legion here in Fort Wayne on Reed road. I was just like, dude, just get, get together with people who are doing the same things as you, even if it's not in the same field, you just want to get connected with people who are doing something there. They have some of the same struggles as you. You're going to be able to relate they may be able to help you solve issues and get to where you want to faster. And so if you're feeling lonely too, there's a possibility they do cost a lot of money, but there's a possibility that whatever you're doing, there's a mastermind for it. So I always tell people like, do the course, uh, do the coaching, go to the event, uh, go to the networking thing, spend money on masterminds, spend money on coaching, spend money on get the book, read the podcast, all those sorts of things. Uh, the best investment you can make is in yourself. And it's only going to help you steal time. Like basically you, you're the reason that you would do a mastermind is to speed up your uh, progress so that uh, that way you can get to your goal faster, saving you time. Most valuable asset is your time. Uh, Sarah Miller asked me, how do you purchase multifamily, multifamily real estate with other people's money? Well, in order to get someone's like other people's money to begin with, they have to trust you. So how my business partner and I found our first private money lenders was by doing Facebook lives just like this. If you want to start uh, connecting with people in a raw, organic way to where they know that you're legit. They know that you're telling the truth. They can tell by your persona and that sort of thing if they'd want to do business with you and if they like you. Uh, that's how you're going to start to build kind of like a, a brand or build a, a credibility. So uh, first, in order to find other people's money, like Sarah is wanting to do, you could create a credibility packet all of the real estate deals that you've done already, everything about you that they should know, things that other people have said who have given you money or have worked with you in the past, five-star reviews, those sorts of things, build up a credibility packet. And then I would start with friends, family, associates, uh, which is really the only legal avenue when you're uh, because of the Securities and Exchange Commission, but start with friends, family, and associates, and then once you've sort of built up that foundation and you've been doing uh, Facebook lives consistently and you've been creating content, uh, continually remind people that you want to partner with folks to buy real estate. So the other part after you, you know, as you are doing this, as you're building up your base for other people's money, if you can own like we, my business partner and I own the Real Estate Investors Association. If you can own a network and people see you as an authority, then it's going to be so much easier when you do find a really good deal, you put a deal out there and people are instantly going to say that they want to partner with you because of the credibility that you've created, because of the clout that you've generated. People see you as someone important who they want to do business with. So I think the most important thing is actually the deal finding multifamily deals and real estate, 
you have to find really, really good deals, like deals that no matter what, <clears throat> whoever you decide to partner with using other people's money, they are going to get paid very, very well. And let's just say that you found like a self-storage unit or something like that. You might want to give your private money lender ownership. So I know someone who he offered his private money lender who provided all of the money a 5% preferred return. So basically that person is providing all the money. He's giving them a 5% APR return plus half of the cash flow on top of that and 40% equity in the deal. So some people don't want to give up that much equity. I think you got to do what you got to do if you're going to have somebody else be 100% of the money, especially in large multifamily real estate. I had a question. You guys can uh, feel free to throw questions in the chat too. Let me know what you want me to answer. Killian Gray asked me, what's been the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Would you change anything about your path you've taken with LTD or real estate in general? So the biggest mistake uh, with my business partner is basically just not managing contractors or buying a deal and then not really finishing it. We bought a property in Toledo and that was the biggest time suck ever. We didn't really understand the Toledo, Ohio market. We bought something that we thought was a great deal. It just needed so much work. So if we had done more due diligence in the beginning, if we knew the market, I think we had to learn that lesson in order to know that like we needed to do a lot more due diligence if we were going to buy an asset like that. So I wouldn't change it. But uh, I don't know that we really actually lost money on that one. We just lost a lot of time. And then I'm thinking about another deal where I thought it was in a great part of town. I loved the build of this house. It was beautiful, uh, but it had like a flat roof. It was a rubber roof. It had sliding glass doors everywhere. There were no windows in the whole house. It had ceiling heat and no access to uh, gas, heat. So not a good, not, not a great build, especially for a cold climate like uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, but I loved the house and our payoff went up before we purchased it because it was in foreclosure, but we bought it anyways, even though we had negotiated a better price. Uh, once we bought it and put our contractors on it, it ended up taking exponentially longer than we thought it was going to. It took us like I think eight months, it should have taken two, three, four months max. And so we ended up paying our contractors probably double what we thought they were hourly at the time. They were like kind of our employees and we weren't doing a good job of tracking their hours, tracking their whereabouts, like capping their spending. Uh, we didn't have a project manager on it, making sure that they were saving money and doing things in the most cost-effective way. And so if I had to give anybody advice as far as like mistakes that we've made in real estate. Don't pay your contractors hourly, pay them by the job, make them stick to their timeline or put a penalty in place and write your contracts in such a way that they have to pay you per day that they're late on their contract. Uh, besides that, we still end up selling that property for like 10,000 above what we thought we were going to get. Still had multiple offers and everything. It was still a beautiful house, but lost like $37,000 on that particular flip. So I wouldn't do anything different uh, over the course of my real estate investing career. I just think that 
I'm thankful for where I'm at. And I feel like everything that's happened has happened for me. And it's been an important part of uh, who I am now. So I wouldn't change anything. Robert Job says, this is an important question. So you guys are really going to want to tune in. How do we know what dinosaurs sounded like? <laughs> How do we know that they growled and screamed as opposed to bark and mood? Well, I'm no, uh, is it an archaeologist? I'm, I'm not a dinosaur expert, but I have watched some Jurassic Park and a handful of YouTube videos. And from what I understand, the nasal cavities and the uh, vocal cavities and sort of the structures in the skull of these dinosaurs you blow air through them in a certain way, then they produce a certain sound. And so uh, even, even like, for instance, if you have uh, uh, an engine, a car engine, and you wanted to make it sound a certain way, there are different ways to run the exhaust to get certain exhaust notes out of the engine. And so I think that scientists just kind of know like what airflow is like, what certain angles and bones and things like that would affect uh, the sound. And then maybe by the, the, the rib cage and the chest cavity, they might be able to tell like the size of the lungs of the animal. So they would know how much wind it's going to be able to produce. However, the, uh, the air was apparently different around then. And so it's hard to say. It's hard to say what the dinosaurs would have sounded like. The air is probably uh, more oxygen rich. I can't imagine that would make it sound that much different because of the pressure in general. Yeah, that's, uh, that is all of the questions that I had from folks who sent them to me via Facebook Messenger when I put it out that I was going to be going live. So if you guys have any more questions, you can comment or drop me a question after drop me a question after this video let me know what i didn't cover that you think is super important thanks for watching guys peace